this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to us. Hi. And you're listening to episode seven, which came early. Number seven. Oh, my gosh. It's a surprise. I know some of you guys saw the post that I put on our Instagram and our on Facebook. Which said... I know you saw it too, Lewis. It said... It said... We are going to be doing two episodes a week from now on. Two episodes. Praise God. That's amazing. All right. The reason why we're doing this, guys, is because we've heard so much feedback from you guys. Thank you so much like, for that. A lot of you guys are telling us that you're listening to the podcast. You like what we're talking about. It's helping you on your spiritual journey with God. And it's just... It's filled our soul with so much love and hope and joy and we're giving all the glory to God that yes, we're we are. committing yep. to doing an extra episode for you guys for yep. the week, for the for week. the week. So I know usually you guys hear them on Wednesdays and I usually post them Wednesdays, like around 10 in the morning. But now we're going to be giving to you on Wednesdays and Fridays, Wednesdays and Fridays, right? So you guys will be able to be refreshed with a whole new topic. Oh, yeah. Some of them are going to connect to the Wednesday ones. And then this is just going to be a way for you guys to just keep listening to us and keep working on your walk with God. Oh, yeah. Right. Like this is some really cool stuff. And there's all the Instagram posts, right? Yes. I mean, uh, we are going to continue to give that motivation. We're going to continue to give those verses, those scriptures, some of the videos that we've been launching of just really inspirational stuff. And if you guys, listen, if you guys like what we're talking about and you want to give us your feedback and tell us, hey, out of the seven episodes that you guys posted, my favorite was this one. Or out of the seven episodes, like, I really want to hear more on this topic. Please continue to give us your feedback, either in the comment section for whatever post you really like, or in the DMs. We read every single one of them. Yeah, it really helps It us, really right? does. Like, honestly, guys, we couldn't do this without your support. Not, yeah, like, that is true. I mean, obviously, we do this because it's put in our hearts. God has told us, hey, do this podcast. And it's been a commitment to us because we have to... Think of what to give you guys, be creative with our titles, and then at the end of the day, like have the information out here, use our biblical principles. But this is, like I said, like we do this for you guys. So Absolutely. just, you know, keep encouraging us and we'll keep encouraging you guys. All right. So Lewis, um, the topic that we had last episode was on prayer and That's the right. challenge was to pray more often to God. So I'll tell you this. I'll start with me. Okay. I have been praying more often to God, and I have seen that it has definitely helped me out with my relationship with him. That's awesome. Like, I was praying before, like I said, 10, 15 minutes, but I feel now that I'm praying more often that, like, I have that spiritual hunger to know more about him. Fantastic. Right? Like, I feel like I have more intimate conversations with them, and it's really helping me out in the way that I see things in the world. That's really good. So how, is, how has it been going for you with the challenge? It's been going. It's been going. It, not bad, but it's a work in progress. I, I feel like, I feel like it's, a, it's a relationship, you know, like that keeps going and going and going, and you just have to keep putting in work and work and work, right? Yes, yes, definitely. We're going to continue to pray. And you know what, guys? We're praying for you. So we hope you're praying for us. Definitely. 
definitely keep the Remix Movement podcast, the Remix Movement, the ministry itself. Keep us in your prayers. We definitely appreciate it. And we know that God is listening to all of our prayers. Oh, yeah. All right. So into today's topic, besides the fact that you guys are excited about us having a second episode in the first week of February, um, today we're going to be talking about how whispers should be loud. How ironic is that title? I know. You know why it's ironic is because you don't really think that whispers should be loud. No. Right? Like when you think of whispers, you think that they should be low and they should be like really soft, right? Yeah. Like like what do you think of like when I tell you that whispers should be loud? Honestly, I'm thinking about a horse right now. <laughs> why? <laughs> You've never heard of the horse whisperer? No. What is that? I think it's a book or a movie. <laughs> I don't know, but they go hand in hand. I promise you, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've heard it somewhere. <laughs> I, I think it's a movie. And like honestly, I hope our listeners like send us something that says, "I have no idea what he's talking about," or "I do know what he's talking about," because I don't know what you're talking about. Or the dog whisperer? Have you heard I, of that? I think oh. I've heard of dog whisperer, but that means that that person has a unique ability to understand the dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one kind of has to go with it, okay? We're going to be talking today specifically about the call of Samuel and how that story relates to how God's whispers should be loud. Okay, who's Samuel for those that don't know? All right, so Samuel is a prophet in the Bible, but the way that God called him is very unique, okay? The story comes from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3, and it's going to be verses 1 through 10. I'm not going to read all of them, but basically I'm going to read maybe verses 1 through 4, and then after that I'll paraphrase everything else. Okay? Perfect. So 1 Samuel chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. It says, meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Eli was the prophet that God had mentoring Samuel. Okay. Right, right. Now, now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon. So one night, Eli, who was almost blind by now, had gone to bed. The lamp of God had not gone out yet. And Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Verse four, suddenly the Lord came out, Samuel, and that's the verse of four, okay? I'm going to go ahead and paraphrase the rest of it. Okay. The Lord called out to Samuel, and Eli didn't hear it, but he got up, and he went to his prophet, and he said, yes, how can I help you? I heard you call me, mm -hmm. and Eli was like, no, it wasn't me, so then he says, go back to sleep. The second time, Samuel hears his name being called. Samuel. And he goes back to his mentor, Eli. He's like, I heard you call me. What's going on? So then that happens again another three times. By the time the third time comes, the prophet finally understands that it was the Lord that was calling Samuel. So the Lord was calling Samuel and he told him, he said, the next time that you hear your name, go ahead and say, here I am. Here I am. Use me the way you want. And actually the verse says, here I am, God, speak, your servant is listening. So it took Samuel three times, three times yep. to figure out that God was calling him, right? But it's funny because a lot of people don't think that it was a yell. A lot of people don't think it was a scream. They don't think that God was calling Samuel in a loud voice, okay? They actually think that it was a whisper. It was only Samuel that heard him. A loud whisper. A loud whisper, right? 
And you know what? When it comes to whispers, in order for somebody to understand you or understand your message, you have to be close enough to that person, right? There has to be a distance where you're in close proximity. So like there's this really cool game that people play where you whisper one sentence to one person and then whatever they heard, they have to tell another person. And then whatever they heard, they have to tell another person, but they can't hear you in a loud voice. It has to be through a whisper. By the time four people listen to the same message, that message changes. Right. And you're like, what are they talking about? And the sentence that was originally said is not said clearly. And the reason for that is because, number one, when a whisper is said, it needs to be intimate and in close proximity, but it needs to be loud enough for people to understand. Yep. Right. And whispers are not meant for you to be able to tell other people. Right. Whispers are usually meant for one person to tell another person. Okay. And in this story, it's God whispering and talking to Samuel. Okay. Now, when God calls out to Samuel, Samuel at this point, he's a little boy and he doesn't understand. And the verse does say that it was very rare for God to speak his message. Right. Back then, they used prophets. And back then, the prophets were the only people that were close enough to God or that people respected to actually hear the voice of the Lord. But thank God for this. God speaks to everybody. 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 God speaks to everybody in a very different and personal way. Right. And the only way God can really speak to you or whisper to you is if you're focused on him. That's right. Right. Like, you're not going to expect if you're not a believer to hear God's voice, okay? And the reason for that is because you're not focused on who he is. When you're not a believer, you're not open to the world. You don't understand the spiritual stuff, right? But when God calls you, right? Like when you first receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are in the presence of God and you are listening to what's going on, right? Yes. So like in my experience, I was at a Bible camp, at a summer camp that we had. It was a, you know... The pastor was talking about how our sins are the old of us and the new God comes into our heart and he makes us new again. But I was in the point where I was open to the spiritual. I was open to God saying something. I had the ability for God to speak to me, right? So Lewis, has this ever happened to you where you feel like God is actually whispering something to you or he is saying something very intimately to you and to nobody else? Yes. And when has that happened? Like, how was your experience? Um, it, I mean, it wasn't like I heard a voice or anything. It was more like I heard somebody say something to me. Okay. So God used somebody to speak to me and I knew it was God because this person was not close. Okay. And in, 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 I guess in relation to God. So it was, it was very, um, I, 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 I believe that God was using this person to speak to me. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. So that's another way that God speaks yeah, to you but through another person. Through another person. But this was, it was very, um, it wasn't, it, it was very intimate, like what was said. And I, that's why I'm saying it's a, it was a whisper. Exactly. Because it was, it was a very, uh, a divine thing. Like it was very close. Divine. That's a really good word. Yeah. It was something that was holy. And that was spiritual and was meant for you, right? Right. And it was it was not out of line. It was just very out of uh out of tune with this person. Okay. So so that's why I believe it was You're God. like, it's very out of his character, yeah, so this has exactly, to be God. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's really powerful. I mean, glory to God for that. Now, here's another thing is 
God's whispers are going to be intimate and they're going to penetrate your soul. Just like you said, that it hits you to the point where you're like, wow, I got to obey this. Right. But his whispers are there to give you advice too. Right. Not only do they call out to you like it did for Samuel, but his whispers are going to call out to you so that you can get some things straightened out in your life that may not be right. Right? Yes. Like correction. His whispers are going to be something that are not going to be easily offended. Right? They're going to come out loud and clear. And some of them might be sensitive. Right? Some of them might be something that might be a little touchy. Right? But when it's God speaking to you, you're not going to be there to give him attitude. Right? When it's God speaking to you and whispering something to you and saying, hey, this is not the person you're supposed to be with, or hey, this is not the attitude you have to have. Like, I need you to do this for me. When God speaks to you, his whispers are going to come out loud and clear. And you're not, like, the way that he says it is going to be in a way where you're going to respect it. Okay? And that's really important. I mean, another really important thing is when God whispers to you, you have to be in a state of surrender. Yes. You have to be able to do what Samuel did and just say, God, speak to me. Your servant is here. Right? Mm -hmm. Do not think that God is not speaking to you, especially if you are reading his word and if you are obeying God and if you are thinking of him every day. God is going to speak to you one way or the other. Right? Absolutely. Every word that comes out of his mouth is going to penetrate you. And all you need to do is say, God, talk to me right now. I surrender. Like, let your will be done, okay? Now, I'm going to read Joshua 1, 8 because it kind of goes hand in hand with how God speaks to you. So not only does he speak to you through people, not only does he speak to you through the preacher's message on Sundays, through the word of God at your Bible study, but he also speaks to you directly in your time of meditating on his word. Yes. All right. So Joshua 1.8 says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it night and day so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Wow. Right? Like the book of instruction. You know what the B-I-B-L-E stands for, right? The Bible? Uh, I've, yeah, I've heard I've heard, I can't remember off the top of my head. All right, so the B-I-B-L-E is the basic instructions before leaving earth. That's right. And right here in the New Living Translation, it says the book of instruction. That's what it is. And we need to meditate on it because God speaks through his word, right? Also, David in the Bible who wrote all of the Psalms that we read right in the middle of the Bible, he says in Psalms 1, He says, blessed is the one who walks, who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on this law day and night. Day and night. Day and night. What does that mean? All the time. Every day. Yep. Right? This is why we give you guys verses of the day. This is why we try to keep up with putting encouragement on the Instagram and Facebook. We do this because the Bible says, meditate on my scripture every day. Study my scripture every day. Like, it's not just about reading like what God says 
about how Samuel was chosen, right? right? It's not just about reading about how Noah created the ark. It's about going in there and understanding what they're saying behind the scenes, right? Have you ever seen like in a movie how they do them behind the scenes? For sure. Right? I saw this documentary on how they did Jurassic Park. Okay. Like when I was younger and Jurassic Park came out, I was kind of like a little scary because it was a lot of dinosaurs and I knew dinosaurs weren't real at the time. But I was just like, how do they do this? Like, this is crazy, right? But I remember seeing this documentary where it was behind the scenes. And you can really see, like, how the director cuts it. How the director makes sure that the dinosaurs come out and the reactions that the actors have with the dinosaurs come through. It is the most fascinating thing, right? And it's behind the scenes because the director wants you to feel a certain way when you watch the movie. But when you see things behind the scenes, your perspective changes, Right. And that's what the word of God should do. Right. When you read the Bible, you should not just read it and feel a certain way. You need to read the Bible so that your perspective changes in your life. That's really good. Wow. That's powerful right there. You like, honestly, guys, listen, if you're reading the Bible and your perspective is not changing, you still need to put your head in that Bible. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, I know we're in the 21st century and people are now using their Bible apps. Right. I think that's really cool because like sometimes you don't have a chance to like go get your Bible and look in the scripture. But when I was raised, like getting my first Bible was a big deal because it was a way for me to be able to say like, wow, look at all these like colorful stories and look at how like God did this or that. My very first Bible was like a VeggieTales Bible. Okay. Okay. Now for people who don't know what VeggieTales is, it is literally a Christian cartoon with vegetables. So, like, they're talking tomatoes and talking cucumbers, talking carrots. It's a way for little kids to, like, dip their toes in what Bible stories are. But literally, my first Bible was VeggieTales, and I was fascinated by the stories. I believe it. Right? Like, do you ever read anything in the Bible where it just fascinates you? Sure. Like, Like, what stories, like, can you, like, think of at the top of your head recently? The first one I think of is Noah. Noah. Yeah. Like, that is some crazy stuff. Like... Two of each animal in one arc, like that's that's big. One of these days, we need to do an episode on just that story. Did you know? True story. Um, there's a theme park. I don't remember all the details, but there's a theme park of uh, Noah's Ark. Really, in the United States or outside? I believe it's in the United States, oh. and it's they literally took the dimensions. That are in the Bible. It's huge. And made a a, a replica. And wow. they have animals, like actual animals. Not, I mean, you're not, I don't think you're going to find lions and tigers and bears. I don't know. I've never been there. Now I want to go. Right. But <laughs> like it, it looked pretty, pretty awesome. And it's, it's, I don't know, maybe about nine, nine floors of arc i believe it listen we need to dip into that story one day for an episode because guys you really have to understand like people thought noah was crazy oh that's my phone (laughs) sorry guys it's a work in progress i know this this happened last time we we apologize i literally thought that my phone was on on uh, airplane airplane mode mode. yeah All right, so I'm really, really, really glad that we're talking about this topic, about the whispers of God. Yeah. But like I said, you, the whispers of God come through so well, 
when you are studying the word. So just to finish off this episode, I'm going to talk about some tips on how to study the Bible. Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk about them. We'll talk a little bit here and there, but I will be posting them on Instagram so that people have them. Okay. Okay. Number one is uncover the meanings and revelations behind the story by reading the context. Okay. What that means is for you to understand that story or passage, you got to read the first few verses before it and the first few verses after it. Okay. This is really important because sometimes we take verses out and we try to apply them to our lives, but you don't understand like when they were said. So we, we try to apply one verse and we, we really don't understand like why that verse was put there in the first place. Okay. So it's very, very important when you're studying the Bible, read the first few verses before and the first few verses after number two, read slowly and break down the passage verse by verse. Okay. So for example, if you're reading any of the stories on Jesus's miracles, right? One of the biggest ones is how he fed 5,000 people, okay? Make sure that you read that story so you can better understand it. Make sure that you read it verse for verse so that you can find out who the characters are, what is going on, why Jesus did this miracle. Like, if this miracle included just men or women and children, I can tell you this, when they talk about the 5,000, It does not include women and children at all, okay? But you won't know that unless you read all of the verses, okay? So read the passage verse by verse. Number three, ask questions. And this one's really important because this is your way of getting in the story, okay? Not only are you reading the Bible, but you need to be a part of that story, okay? So who is speaking? Is it Jesus? Is it Paul? Is it John? Is it David? Okay, who is speaking to you? Where are they? Is this David when he's hiding in the cave because he's being, um, you know, he's trying to escape the king? Or is this Paul after he's been in prison? Okay. And what are they trying to say? Is this Jesus telling the story of how we should be humble? Like all of those questions are important when you're studying the Bible. Number four, and this is the best thing I can probably tell you, use a dictionary. Okay. Okay. How many times do we read things and sometimes we don't understand a certain word? Right. Okay. If you prefer to read the King's James Version, you might need to use a dictionary. If you prefer to use the New Living Translation, you still might want to use the dictionary. And you might want to check out the Hebrew meanings of certain words. Sure. Okay. I know our pastor is really into the Hebrew meanings. I know sometimes he says things like that. But sometimes certain words have different meanings and they can be applied to your life in a different way. Which goes into number five, which is think of how you can apply this verse or passage to your current life situation. So when you're reading a verse or reading the Bible, make sure you're thinking about what's happening now. So if you're reading the scripture about um, how we need to be generous, better to give than to receive, how can you apply that right now as somebody who's married? How can you apply that right now as somebody who is dating, trying to find somebody that they can be in a relationship with? How can you apply that if you're a single mom? How can you apply that, you know, if you've never really given anything to anybody? Or here's another one. How can you apply that if you don't want to give to somebody because you know they're not going to give you anything back? Hmm. Right? That got you thinking. Yeah. Like... Really, guys, honestly, meditate and study this word because if it hits you in the face and you got to think about it twice, that's God. That is God whispering to you. Okay. If you're reading something and when you apply it to your life, you have an attitude, 
that's gone. He's whispering to you and saying, read it again, read it again. And sometimes he'll do that. Sometimes his whispers will be like, hey, read it again. <laughs> has that ever happened to you, Lewis? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has. Right? You're reading something so good and you're asking questions and you're using the dictionary and you're studying the word. And then he says, read it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And then the last one is also very important. Have a conversation about the verse or passage with a mentor, a friend, a teacher, or a pastor. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Sometimes, guys, you might not get it all. Sometimes you'll be like, but why? Why did God say that I have to love my neighbor? And and it might hurt you because you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be asking these like elementary questions to like the pastor. But you know what? When you're studying the Bible and you hear God's voice and you still want to be able to understand what he means, like don't have fear. Go to your mentor, go to your friend. Hey, maybe you have somebody who's a little bit more mature in the spirit and, you know, you want to ask them, like, go ask them, you know, find out deeper. Like, why did God tell me that I should read this Bible verse? Like, why, why is it so important? And above all, like, stay connected to God throughout the day. So God will speak to you, like I said in the beginning, when you're connected to him. Yes. And in our last episode, we talked about prayer. prayer. Yep. But it's not just praying at certain intervals. It's about praying all day. Consistently. Consistently, right? And we should also be giving him praise and worship all day, every day, right? Like if you feel that you want to say praise God, or you want to say hallelujah, or you want to go, like if God did something so simple and he gave you an extra 20 bucks in your wallet that you found, like give God glory and be like, oh, hallelujah. Now I could put that $20 into gas. Right. You know what I mean? Like do it every day. So the challenge for today, all right, is to start a daily regimen of praying, giving praise and worship and studying the word every day. Like apply these tips on how you can study the word of God and do it throughout your day. Like, honestly, guys, I want you guys to challenge yourself and just try to listen to God's whispers by applying these study tips. You know, at the end of the day, God speaks more often to you when you're thinking and focused on him. Yes, he does. And when that happens, every day is going to be a blessing. Oh, yeah. Right. What a great topic. I really like this topic. I liked it too. Whispers are meant to be loud and clear, especially God's. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So thank you so much. And we'll see you again next episode. All right. All right. God bless. God bless you. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.